it's going to take a while. It's going to take a while. And I think just being kind to ourselves is the key and taking as much time as you need to process included in your life, you know, the last year and a half and, you know, the next few years are, you know, this is going to be a rocky road, but I do have hope that it will be a better, you know, time on the other side. Welcome to another episode of As Woo As Wait, I think I only said one woo. <laughs> Wait, no, did I say as, two? No. As woo I don't know. I thought we were doing it right. Wait. Oh, did I mess that up? I think I think you might have said a little <laughs> Where are we at? As. Will. Will. As. You. Want. Want. Salida was, gu- was guiding me there. You got it. You got it. Two oh years. Oh, Lord. Still learning. Two Still years. Learning. Well, no, I was, we were just talking earlier about how um, I think Mercury is going direct in like 10 minutes. It's 2.50 or five minutes. It's 2.55 p.m. June 22nd. 2021. 2021. Um, if you believe in fourth dimensional thinking, um, and <laughs> <laughs> this is off to a really strong start. And uh, yeah, I think communication is starting to go forward now. Gemini, Mercury, Mercury yeah. is the planet of communication. I've been having. You can ask Melissa, my wife. I mean, I I'm really I my. Uh, Taurus is in my Mercury, so I'm actually an incredibly good communicator. I cannot speak. I've had a really difficult time speaking the last few weeks. Really? Yeah. Everything's been very jumbled, which is like really weird for me. Yeah. I, you know, I haven't really had much communication issues, um, which is odd, but it's definitely just felt really intense. Yeah. You so. know? Well, welcome everyone to another episode. Um, yeah, like a little solo, a solo pod with just Jar and I. Yeah, it's been a little while. You guys, you guys have uh, had. Uh, see, can't talk. Um, I mean, it, you can talk. It's just slower. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I'm all air, so I'm used to very fast speech. Um, no, I mean we we've we've had some really amazing guests the last few. Oh episodes. my god, so cool! So and many interesting people. So many fascinating, wonderful people, practitioners, teachers, um, and um, it's been really great hearing. You know, it sounds like people have really been digging what well, the last you know few episodes. So happy to be sharing it with all of you. And, uh, yeah, now we're, we're just going to do a little solo vibe. Yeah. We're just going to talk about interesting things, things that have been going well, bad, a little bit about the solstice that just happened yesterday, the 21st summer. It's officially summer now. It's officially summer in the Northern hemisphere. Exactly. That's where we're, we're at. Yes. Um, 
So did you do anything for this? Did you light a fire? Did you do anything? I didn't light a fire. Um, I did hang with my dad. I'm a fam, which was really nice. Oh, yeah. Because it was also Father's Day on yeah. so- Sunday. Sunday, which was interesting because I'm, I mean, I'm sure someone's written about this, but I was like, oh, summer solstice, longest, sunniest day of the year, Father's Day, father, son, father is the symbol of, you know, son is the symbol of the father. So yeah. I, I don't know if that's like why Father's Day falls like literally on I, the solstice. I don't but. either, but I don't know when Father's Day was like actually began. Yeah. I mean, the solstice has been going on forever. That's a Wikipedia. One day we'll get an intern who will look this stuff up for us. Oh my like, God, right? Just like Google text, stuff. Text it to us and be like, well, and we'll, 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 we'll sound day, like we know what we're talking about. Oh my God. Instead of being like, <laughs> I think that it's this. Um, yeah. No, the solstice is really interesting. You know, it's basically just the combination between light and dark, right? So it's from Yule, which is in December. Till now, it's the, it, everything is getting lighter. And then from here until December, everything gets darker. Right. So it's, you know, a juxtaposition between duality of light and dark. That, pretty neat, though, if you think about it. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know? So I got into that. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, did you do anything? Did you light a candle? I lo- I did I did a candle thing, um, but you know it would have been cool to do something, but I didn't because you know it's hard to like light fires in Brooklyn, New York. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know zoning laws and stuff. But um, so that's like cool. And then like so, what have you been up to the last like? How's like pandy post pandy life going for you? Yeah, we're yeah. still like in. It's still here, but like New York is open. New York is open. Vaccines yeah, and yeah, seventy percent. We reached seventy percent um, last week of vaccination, which is great. Um, yep. And there were fireworks, which was a little silly, but you know, tax, there were tax dollars could have gone to something better. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. great. Um, but. Yeah, no, it's been exciting. It's it's been interesting. I've had like weird flashbacks to like, whoa, we had this crazy one one and a half year um, experience that unfortunately a lot of the world is still going through. Um, so it's like this weird. I think everyone's experiencing PTSD in their own way. Um, yeah, and it's it's been weird to. Uh, quote unquote return to normal because I I just think that's BS and I, I really hope we don't return to normal. I think there's a lot of things I mean, that need to change. But, yeah. I you know I was finding a little bit the reemergence back into like socialization almost a little bit harder than the actual quarantining part for me. Right. Which was unexpected but also makes sense. You know? Yeah. It's like relearning little things, which is so wild. Yeah. Yeah, interacting with people, small talk. Small talk. You know, I'm terrible about it. Can you, like, shake a person's hand? Can you hug them? You know, a friend? I know. It's still a little awkward, that kind of stuff, or being in a public space with 
mm-hmm. people who aren't wearing masks is still a little, you know, it's jarring. It's so jarring. I think I'll probably be one of those people that wears the mask on the subway forever till I die. I just like kind of like it. <laughs> it kind of makes sense. I mean, you know, I, I remember before this whole thing went down, you know, I'd look and very occasionally you'd see people, particularly in Asian cultures, they wear masks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I was always like, that's kind of weird. Like, I don't really understand what that's all about. But I, you know, through this experience realized like a lot of the times, you know, at least the way I was looking at it was like, they don't want to get sick from other people, mm-hmm. but from the pandemic. And that may be the case for, you know, some of the people who are wearing masks, but I think also it's the reverse. They may be sick and they're trying to don't make sure get- other people don't get sick, which is a really interesting juxtaposition. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, thank God, um, like during the pandemic, wearing that mask, I didn't get sick. Like, yeah, it, it protected you from the cold. You know, it's like yeah. all these things you just assume you're going to get. And then it was like, oh, no, mask wearing actually, it helps. Well, so. not everybody thinks that, but that's okay. <laughs> Everyone thinks a lot of things. I mean, I'm sure there are people who are listening right now who, who uh, are, you know, who don't believe in the vaccine. So, yeah, you know. that's whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. We're not going to talk about it. No. I, I know. But you know what I do want to talk about? And yes. it's so It was so interesting because I watched a documentary the other day on um, the Satanic Temple. And before everybody tunes out, hold on, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Um, it was a documentary called Hail Satan and... What was really interesting about it is that, like, these modern-day Satanists are actually not worshiping the devil or Satan. It's not about that. It's the idea of Satan representing the rebellious and, like, Mm -hmm. the um, opposition of authority and, like, the kind of structures that we have in place in the United States are very authoritarian in a lot of ways. And so it's a group of these kind of like-minded individuals who are really fighting for, you know, equality, social justice, women's rights, and religious pluralism. Am I saying that right? Pluralism. 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 Yeah. Um, I don't know. And I've been thinking about it a lot. Um, I can't join because I don't believe in supernatural stuff, so I'm out. But Wait, what do you mean, supernatural? They don't believe it's all like they're they're atheist, right? Uh, so, like all superstition and supernatural stuff is not part of their like code of belief and ethics. So it's a group of atheists who are basically like finding community that like religion, some t- most of the time provides for like community and interacting with people and. Um, I, I really recommend everybody to watch it. It was Hail, very fascinating. Hail Satan. Yes. On Hulu. On Hulu. They're not sponsoring us. <laughs> not yet. Imagine. But Satan is sponsoring us. No. Uh, um. But isn't it just an interesting concept for like a a group like of a like religious kind of, but not religious? Yeah. I mean ironic. But um well, it's interesting. Why why Satan? Why why not just 
be like hail nature or something. I, I don't know. Like because Satan, the- because of the idea of Satan being this other. Ah, got it. And like, yeah, they could be like hail ducks or something. Yeah. But I also think they want to shake it up. Yeah. There's- and challenge like this Christian conformity that like, like they de- they did a lot of work in. I think it was Kansas City where there was like a monument that went up that was the Ten Commandments on yes, government, yeah, yeah, yeah. the state capital. Yeah. And they're yes. like, well, that shouldn't be allowed. You shouldn't be able to mix government and religion. And so then they um, got a statue made of Baphomet, which is like the horned, you know, <laughs> Satan god made and like went through the city council, um, and then they erected the statue. <laughs> really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Because, like, they're like, if you can have your beliefs, then I should be able to have mine. Yeah, well, there was a thing called separation of church and state, but I don't know. Um, that's I'm not really like, sure it exists yeah, here. That's always been kind of a, an interesting aspect of American politics. Um and I will also say that the guy, the founder, has one functioning eye. He's like a very mysterious man. I loved it. It's a good character. Good, good doc character. Super docky. Yeah, um, okay. Good yeah. to know. You know, it's like that's kind of wooish, you know? Absolutely. Satan. Yeah, 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 for sure. Love Satan. I'm kidding. <laughs> Um, let's see for me during the pandemic, I've been, you know, I started more practicing independently. And then the best part was that I've been taking the palm class, the hand analysis. Yes. That really saved my little Capricorn mind. It saved your mind. Yeah. It allowed me to be, cause I could do, you know, it was basically remote learning. Yes. And so I was home. I could like take this like very interesting class every day. I had a community of women um, who I would meet with every week. And then, you know, it was a a big, big moment of self-discovery also going through that. Going through that class. So definitely. That's amazing. Yeah. So I guess not all bad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's one of those things where there's, there's been a lot of really upsetting, uh, terrible, tragic things that have happened, but there's also been, you know, a lot of things that this pandemic has, uh, created space for, um, Yeah, that was important. And, uh, you know, I think it's going to be a while before people really kind of, uh, understand it, um, mm-hmm. emotionally, psycho- psychologically, spiritually, all that, um, so we're still in the early stages of coming out of it. And like I said, like there's still a lot of areas in the world that are unfortunately very, um, very deep in it. Really bad. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I know. I think it's just going to be, I mean, I feel like the astrology really was talking about till 2022 is kind of a little tough. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I didn't know that. But you know. There's something sometimes where I think where you get too much into astrology where you where you almost become scared of it, and that's what I don't want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think you know. Well, well one thing I, I would say that I've I've I picked up. I think I had started it maybe before the pandemic, but I 
been listening. I'll, I'm going to plug another podcast because I really listen to them almost not every week, but pretty often is the Astrology Hub podcast. Oh, yeah. With, and um, Anne Orderly, mm-hmm. um, her weekly astrological forecast. They do other things. Um, and I'm forgetting Amanda Pua Walsh. That's her name. She's the one who created that. Uh, they have really cool offerings. Um, but I just love Anne Orderly's um, uh, weekly astrological readings are just really yeah. great. They kind of help you, you know, navigate the energy that's happening in that week. But it is one of those things with astrology where uh, you can become a little too reliant on it or a little too mm-hmm. afraid of it or a little too dependent on it. Um, and uh, it can cause people to sometimes not live in the now if they know like they're in a cycle or something's going to come up. It's like, Oh, I just have to wait for that. And then, yeah, you know, you're exactly. not present anymore. Um, yeah. you know, that's part of the becoming is, is life. Um, it's not always just about the flowering or the birth, uh, but the birthing, uh, or yeah. the dying or whatever. So that, yeah, that, that's something I definitely kind of, uh, feel too. I think it's good to know, particularly if you're, uh, attuned to these kinds of like, energies and a little more sensitive to them. Um, definitely for me, like there are a lot of times where I'll be like, I feel freaking crazy right now. And then I'll, you know, listen to the, or, or, or learn about what the astrology is. And it, it makes me feel better. Cause I'm like, okay, I'm just, I'm experiencing these energies and now at least I can understand it um, in a way yeah. where it doesn't feel like quote unquote my fault or something like that. Yeah, and then also I think it gives you a framework of like, okay, well, all this particular energy dynamic is going to last X amount of time, so I can kind of like, because I think just being a human, like as much as we want to get out of the idea of time, we live in time, right? So like being present is one thing, but also to know that at some point that it will shift and a new energy will come in, I think offers a lot of like, at least for me, like, motivation or just like ease that I'm not going to be in a cycle of feeling X, Y, Z for, you know, 15 years. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and the flip side of that though, is there are cycles that last that long. Um, yeah, you know, for there, sure. there was uh, I, shoot, I'm forgetting which cycle it was, but Ann orderly was talking about it not too long ago. There's I like a, it, a new 19 year cycle. It's either Pluto or Neptune. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, and you know, these cycles also like they, they, and I'm not an expert in astrology at all, but like each kind of like quarter rotation, there's a new kind of shift in energy depending, you know, where your chart is. So it's not just the full cycle, but it's like when you go a quarter into the cycle and then you go halfway through the cycle and then a quarter, you know, three fourths in, and then, so all of that shifts over, you know, through yeah. time. Um, speaking of a, another thing that was pretty exciting uh, the past few months has been the 60 Minutes broadcast about UFO sightings that have <gasps> been publicly They're here! Admitted. Yeah. I actually, to be honest, I haven't watched any of it, but I know that it's all happening. I think it's, it's pretty bananas that a program like 60 Minutes would cover something like this. I think that's bringing a lot of more legitimacy to the fact that there are 
definitely things that we do not know what they are in our atmosphere, in our planet, in yeah. our solar system. I, gu- I guess the reason why I'm like, uh, is that like I've always it's always just been like, I'm like a hundred percent. You're like, obviously. Aliens. So like now I'm like, yeah, everybody's like catching up, yeah. but it, you're right. It is incredible that like major news outlets, major media is like covering this, like, Oh, there's saucers in where, where are they? They're all over. In oh, Utah? All over, all over, all over. I mean, the U S government, it's interesting. They kind of backtracked a little bit, but there was a period of time where they're like, these are, uh, Oh, they have another word for them. It's not un- unidentified flying objects, but it's like another acronym. That's the same thing. Um, and they said like, we don't know what this is. Sick. Yeah. They just don't know what it is. Do you think that like the, the, the crafts that are like coming close to like, who do you think they are? Like what kind of like, do you think they're lower level um, aliens? Like they're accidentally getting in? No, I think we're the lowest level. <laughs> no, 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 no. But like in terms of like, you know, like if you if you rank, like if you think about like the military, right? There's like generals, captains, and then there's like the lower, whatever. The, they've been in the game not as much time. Right. Do you think that those are the aliens that are coming down here? Do you think they're being like sent... They're like, you know what? You go first. Oh, oh, oh. Oh. You think you figure it out. They kind of seem weird, but you go and then we'll come if it's worth it. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, that's this is complete speculation, but my take on I I don't think aliens have hierarchy systems like we do. So like, maybe they do. Maybe they do. I don't know. I mean, I just think it's an interesting time that now that all this is coming around. And, but, and I also don't think that, I think it's always been coming around. We just didn't see it or they didn't want us to see it. I definitely think it's always been coming around. I think we're entering some new phase of humanity. And, you know, um, we talk about Bashar a lot, but um, Bashar mentions mentions this too, how there will be first contact. Um, I sound insane right now, but uh, there will be first contact. He initially had said 2025 and then um, um, not yeah. too long ago, he, he bumped it up to 2023. We shall see, but we shall can, see the, the irony of that too, is you could say, well, Bashar is an alien being channeled by Daryl. Um, so first contact, I mean, we already are talking, I mean, he's already communicating with us. So, um, yeah. And then the, all the people that like channel different energies are also, you know, so there's, here. yeah. So there's something about like that, that is very odd, but yeah. yeah, who knows? Yeah. So that, that's been pretty exciting. Cause these are like legitimate military personnel who have like outstanding records who are like, there is definitely something else out there and the odds of it being, you know, non-American, and this is just from the American point of view, like right. you know, there's other nations. I, I, I know that there's a, a pretty high ranking Canadian um, military official who a few years ago, there's a, there's a YouTube video you can watch where he's like, there are others, you know, extraterrestrial species in our, in our universe, in our, in our solar system. But uh, at least from like an American perspective, these are like really, 
you know, well-credentialed people who are totally, you know, sane, saying like either they have literally had firsthand experience, um, you know, a couple pilots in the Navy, um, they were talking about, I think, uh, they were doing training off of, uh, the coast of Virginia, um, then also on the coast of, uh, California. And I mean, you also have video footage of. Yeah. These, I mean, the only thing I'll say to this is like, it, it had to take military for this to be valid, (laughs) you know, like people have been talking about this for like very long time, but this is the nature of our our, our, our setup here, but, but, um, yeah, maybe I'll, maybe I'll watch the 60 minutes thing. It's pretty wild. I mean, I, I I was just curious to see how they would cover it. And it was like, you know, in the past, like the news media always says like, Oh, these crazy people think this, they were like very much, you know, as objective as uh, the news can be. I mean, there there was no kind of, a stigmatism around it. It was just like trying to be as straight ahead as possible uh, in terms of the interview and the interview subjects, like letting them just talk. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll open the door for more mainstream America to get into kind of the energetics and the broader constructs of the world. This is, this is, this will be the new, this is the new era. Yeah. 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 I mean, my, my like running hypothesis with this is like, at least from my perspective, I think humans are incredibly dumb um, comparatively to a lot of the sentient beings in our universe. And it's a situation of us coming to a place where we're finally ready to be exposed to something broader than ourselves. That's my take on it. Yeah. I mean, I totally disagree with you that humans are the dumbest, but <laughs> Maybe you, you say this all the time, but I'm like, I, I think don't I'm, agree. I think I'm just frustrated with how um, self-destructive we are and selfish yeah. we are. So that's why I always say that. Yeah. I mean, I think that in a dualistic world, we just, there's a lot, I think we live in a big place of shadow and so there's a lot of shadow stuff but Mm -hmm. i don't think that we are like little dum-dums and like these aliens are like here and they're like here's the way you know like i don't at all but what do you you know i think i you mean about aliens coming yeah i want to hear your hypothesis you think we're like middle of the road you mean like, are we going to interact with them on like a daily, are they, we going to have like coffee and stuff with them? Soon? No, 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 no. Are you like, so we're not dumb, dumb. So are we like middle, like, you know, I higher, think for lower. me, like I think to incarnate into such a chaotic, violent, volatile space, I think that you would have to come in pretty aware on a soul level and an energy level. So I would think that being here is actually a place that a lot of beings would want to come to because if you can like integrate the amount of violence, shadow, suffering, and darkness into like an alkaline, like an alchemized version of yourself, I think that's really almost impossible to do here. So I think that if we're having contact, if we're open to having that, I think it would, it mainly shows that the collective is a little bit in a higher frequency and they're ready to kind of, we're all kind of 
globally ready to move into a new chapter of civilization. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I mean, that's what I would think that we're ready to let go of this, like patriarchal, dogmatic, scientific rules, everything and like get a little bit more wacky and cool. (laughs) So that's kind of what I think, but I don't know when this is going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I, I hope so. That'd be wonderful. And like, to your point about that, I know I'm being pejorative of humans. Yeah, I mean, it's I just, fine. You can just totally a lot of say that. It's just hard for me. Yeah. Anyway, it's um, a hard time to have a lot of faith in our world. I understand, I, but I do too. I'm I. The flip side of it is I'm actually quite an optimist um, compared to like a lot of our culture. But um, just to your point, also, I don't know if it was Seth. I think it was Seth who mm. had talked about how earth is like an amazing soul school and like, it's actually like considered um, like a very, you know, like beautiful and heroic and just like unbelievable place for, you know, a soul to incarnate and experience. Yeah. And so um, the way he, you know, describes it is of something that's actually quite, you know, uh, even using hierarchy terms like high, low, whatever is, is, uh, limited, but you know, is high if you want to put it in that sure. way. Um, yeah. So, yeah. You know, you don't know. I mean, what do we know? What do we know? <laughs> I love, uh, this is what I love about doing this podcast. It's like, we don't really know what we're talking about, but we just do it anyway. <laughs> Well, yes, yeah. I mean, they're just opinions, right? They're just opinions, and I think you, I think there's a certain level where you you realize you don't know. You know, like it's the people who think that they know that it's yeah. is, is troublesome because it's like we don't know. You know, we're all experiencing this reality in our own way, and we reflect that outward. So when people are like, "It's this way," and this and this, you're like, "Okay." I mean, that's that's how you look at it. Did we talk about the documentary about black holes on Netflix? No, you mentioned to me, I have not seen it. I really want to see it. Okay. That's That's cool. That's another one. It's really, it went over my head, but it's really fascinating. Is there like a little, um, what do you call it? Uh, A synopsis. Yeah. A little synopsis you can give us. They're trying to figure out like astrophysicists um, are trying to figure out what is what is in the inside or they're trying to find the inside of a black hole, like what's in it. Right. And I mean, the whole, the whole thing is like tracking it and making all these models and getting all these different things of space and, you know, but, but there's something about it for me. That's like, I don't know if they'll figure out exactly what it is because they're thinking about, space in such a scientific way and not in an energetic way and like you know it's just but it's really interesting to watch Stephen Hawkins is in it for a bit yeah just just type like with his mind typing out stuff you know right pretty there's a lot of stuff out there you know yeah no I mean that that sounds like an amazing doc I definitely want to check that out but I I agree with you I think if you're you know, when you, if you're looking at the world through like material reductionism, yeah, it's going to be limited to a certain extent. But the, again, the irony is like when you actually start to look at the science, 
the science of quantum mechanics, it starts to get wacky. It doesn't make sense anymore. (laughs) So that's why it's like, it's hard for your brain to wrap, wrap its head around it because it, it's like you're saying, it's like, now we're talking about energy. This is not, you know, linear. It's not material. We're literally talking about like the basis of materiality. Yeah. It's almost like, um, it's that Einstein quote where like the, the level of consciousness that, you know, what is it? The level of consciousness is that you look at a problem. You can't look at, a, oh. you can't solve a problem through the level of consciousness that you're, you're at because right. it's a because limited you'll never place. find it. Yeah. Yeah. I know we're not doing that exactly right. We didn't. Our interns will figure that yeah. out for us. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Hey, intern. Can you pull that up for us? Thanks. Can you pull that up real quick? And also get me quick. a coffee. No. <laughs> I know. Uh, um, um, yeah. So those are things. So, you know, those are just casual things to think about. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else you wanted to share? Mm, no. I don't think so. Have there been any, maybe we'll do, what if we did a little like, have there been any takeaways from the pandemic that you can share that maybe people would resonate with? Um, it's a great question. My takeaways from isolation and fear. Um, I guess, you know, I would say that it really made me appreciate the people in my life that I love, you know, I feel like it also allowed me to go through some things that I hadn't really processed because I didn't have the space or the time to, but with all the time that we were just here, I could really go through to some deep stuff. And I think it was transformative in that way. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and thank God for the internet, because imagine, I think that's something we, I talked about, like if this was still like 1990, how would we talk to each other? I mean, we could talk on the phone, right? But like, I think this that, that that's maybe the only thing, good thing about the internet was that it allowed you to have community in isolation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will piggyback on that. Um, there's a bunch that just came to me. That's why I, I stopped talking. But uh, <laughs> definitely science. I mean, I know there are going to be people who disagree with me here, and we're not going to go into it. But I, I think, thank God for science. There's oh. aspects of science that you know are limited. Uh, ironically, we were just talking about that. But like, there are other aspects of science where, like, thank God for science. Um, yeah. You know, vaccines are an amazing part of human evolution and human creativity and human understanding. And I think that you know, hate it or love it. That's the plane you're on. So, you know, you got to live with it. And there's a lot of aspects where we forgot how bad things were before vaccines. And we really take it for granted the, you know, the work and the sacrifice that, um, thousands of scientists have made in order to keep a lot of people safe, keep a lot of people from, you know, harm and early death and, uh, uh, awful living situations like polio. I mean, it's just crazy, you know, what people used to live with without vaccines. So I'm going to say that in terms of science and also in terms of the internet. Yeah. You know, there's, 
again, with all this stuff, there's light and dark, right? Um, I think it's been amazing how we can communicate. We can, we can continue, uh, just continue our lives in a lot of ways. Um, and we mm-hmm. were able to continue our lives in a lot of ways. And then there's a lot of aspects of, of the, the internet that have been really disturbing. Um, you know, <laughs> a lot that came Just out. To say the least. That came out, you know, that, that really came out in, in sharp fo- focus, at least for me, through the pandemic in terms of, you know, um, propaganda and just the way things are manipulated and, and what's, yeah. what's real and what's not real. And that, that's been, you know, that was a real, and it is still a, a real bone of contention and a thing that I think humanity is going to have to deal with. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yes, absolutely. To your point as well, like just so grateful for grateful for living in America. I know it was not, handled very well but the fact that like we're swimming in vaccines right now and we have the healthcare system that we have even though it's so freaking broken the people who worked day and night i don't even know how they're standing anymore but the people who are pulling you know 12 15 18 hour shifts every freaking day for like a year like god bless all of you yeah um, we live with some amazing people who sacrifice so much of their lives for the betterment of other people and I'm very grateful for all those people. And, um, and yeah, I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful that, you know, luckily I, I wasn't deeply affected by um, the pandemic uh, personally. Um, and, and that, you know, uh, I do not take lightly. I'm very, very grateful for it. So yeah. a deep sense of gratitude um, for sure. Yeah. It's going to take a while. It's going to take a while. And I think just being kind to ourselves is the key. And taking as much time as you need to process, include it in your life, you know, the last year and a half. And, you know, the next few years are, you know, this is going to be a rocky road. But I do have hope that it will be a better, you know, time on the other side. Yeah. I don't mean like death. I meant like the other side of like this time. Are you so, talking, are, what are you referencing in particular? Um, I'm referencing probably everything that happened with the pandemic, with the social mm-hmm. justice stuff that's happening with, mm-hmm. you know, all the kind of everything this year has brought everything out, everything, everything that's yeah. been, lying around yeah so and i am grateful for the privilege i have to be able to talk about it to have a podcast to do all the things i do very well i'm aware i'm aware yeah i'm aware yeah for sure so well yeah and you started doing your meditations the the meditations under the pod which is cool i did i did and um i was just gonna say i'm i'm very grateful for everyone who's listening. Um, yeah, it's pretty, thank you. it's pretty cool. You know, um, we get, we get at least 200 plays per episode at this point and definitely do not know who <laughs> 200 people are, <laughs> uh, plus. And, um, it's, it's really, that's been really humbling and, you know, a very grateful that, um, you know, you take the time to listen. There's so much else out there that you could be listening to, but, we really hope and pray that, um, you know, this is 
been a a podcast that's been healing. It's been enlightening. It's been illuminating. Um, funny. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, funny, entertaining. Um, dumb. Entertaining and dumb. <laughs> light and dark. Everything. But, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yes, um, we'll we'll continue to be rolling out other other programs. I it has been a, a couple months since I've done a meditation podcast, and I apologize for that. I've been busy with some other things, but um, yeah, and I think I'm going to do a solo a solo pod. Yes. Um, which will it will be with you know on the same place, but it will be kind of me just gabbing about things I do, um, work stuff, life stuff, maybe have some people on. So we'll see, you know, woo is building their empire. Exactly. Onwards and upwards. Exactly. Yeah. So that's, that's our speech for the day, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, um, do you want to finish it off with, um, just do like a short meditation. Sure. How long? I could, we could do, you know, just a few minutes. Um, okay. And maybe it could be reflective about, you know, the past year, year and a yeah. half and okay. have it be part of people's kind of transition into a new phase of reality. Love. Yeah. Love. Okay. Okay. So get cozy. Okay. Get comfortable. Um, just find, find a position that feels comfortable for you and, um, you feel supported. Uh, and it's a place where you can relax, uh, and let go a little bit.
So as we're transitioning into a new phase, I invite you to, as you take a breath in, create the opening and the space you need in order to enter this new era of being. And as you exhale, just release everything that's occurred in the past. Anxiety or fear, worry. And just breathe in calming, healing energy. Create opening in your, in your body, in your being, for the unknown, for the new, and allow yourself to, as you breathe out, release anything that's been constricting, all the lessons that you've learned, all of the realizations that you've had, just let it go and be. And yeah, again, just want to thank everyone for listening and uh, being a part of our Woo community. Yes, very much so. Well, we'll see you guys all soon. Yes. Love you all. Take care. Bye. Bye.